When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Copy Podcast episode 2. Today I'm joined by Jack. Hello. Jack, you okay? Yeah, How's it bad. going? Not bad, mate. <laughs> right, anyway, we're going we're gonna to kick off with a bit of... I know MK Dons is the most recent game, but we're, we're going to start with Chelsea first, seeing as it was the most important. Um, six wins out of six, 18 points. What did you make of it? Of the Chelsea game? Chelsea, Chelsea the game, Chelsea yeah. game, not like... It was. It's more of a statement. I think we made that we won that because the first few games of the season haven't really been much of a challenge. To be fair, out of respect for our opponents, but I think we expected to win the first five, and then Chelsea is obviously the one what kickstarted. I think this yeah. time last season we played Chelsea and we drew, so there's obvious progress there as well. Definitely. And obviously, this, we haven't improved in the summer over the squad, so it's it's good to see that we're still we're winning them games. We're showing persistence as well, holding out the the lead that we had we never bottled it Definitely. so we're not the Liverpool of the old anymore that last half hour though I've got to say I was shitting my pants like yeah. fuck no because <laughs> they were literally every time they were just pinging it over to because Trent I don't Trent was still quite high up and they were just pinging it over to Alonso every time and he was just in I think we switched to 4-5-1 even at the end and I think yeah. Salah was goosed he was he wasn't bit of the game where Robertson brought the ball off from the back deserves a fucking NBA or something for that mate that was fucking quality <laughs> Anyway, let's chat about the goals. Trent's oh, first goal was by Trent. Special, absolutely, absolutely special, weren't it? The Unbelievable. T- the touch back from set. Like, I'm not a big fan of like touching free kicks. I know when we had Gerrard, it was a big thing where yeah. some of the touch it to him and then he's belt end up belting the top corner. But you know, either way, it was going in with Gerrard <laughs> with Trent. He's, he, he, he's, it might be a new thing for him because we've seen it on the second goal as well. He touched it back there. Yeah, it's possibly. It kind of it might be like a mind game or something. I don't know. I don't know really. I don't know the thing behind it, but it might be just one of them that they do you know, before or get a bit of po- more power on the free kick or something like that. I think it helped that angle a little bit as well, didn't it? Because it was qu- yeah. it was quite close. And I seen Henderson walking over to it. I was like, Doesn't, you're not no getting away, Jordan Henderson no, to the free kick. I, I like <laughs> it in that before now. It's Trent or Salah's this go away. <laughs> no, Trent can't half it to free kick though. He yeah, the one against 
was it was it Hoff- Hoffenheim? He scored one against Hoffenheim and two, then he got the one against Watford, didn't he, last season? Oh, yeah, that was even better. So he's got his annual free kick. You've got to wait till next year to see his next one. Yeah. I think uh, it's it's crazy because I think people forget how young he is. Like He's, he's still only 20. But he, he, and he's... I'd give him the next few years and he'll be captain. He's, it's ridiculous. I, think, I don't know. I don't know if we just expect a lot of our play, academy players or something, but... Uh, we've had so many good ones throughout he, the years he came in quick as well though didn't he like, yeah and he, it's a position where I don't know he's never been defensively great has he he's always been an attacker And but I think this season he started to show a few signs of being a bit defensively better Yeah, he seems a bit stronger seems to be actually like taking notice of his positioning I think a, t- a couple of times against Napoli in the Napoli game he, he was making sure he, he was covering his, yeah. his centre back I think it obviously mattered at the time a couple of times he bailed him out so if you looked at that last year the type of performances he was putting in defensively you can see a big improvement there so there's obviously a lot of, a lot of stuff going on the training ground in terms of that um, but yeah Klopp's definitely improved him as a defender do you know what I mean yeah. it's like with Robertson as well you never thought that a little lad from Hull would come in and be the best left but one of the, <laughs> the best arguably left back in the world definitely, within the yeah. next few years do you know what I mean yeah. so it's credit to Klopp for that like yeah. It's a, he's obviously had an effect on it I think if Brendan Rodgers is still our manager I don't know if it'll be the same thing do you know what I mean no, I, th- I think like like we said we do expect a lot from our academy products I think sometimes people need a bit of realism is needed in terms of realising that he's 20 he's got yeah. he's got 10 years plus to become probably Potentially, he could be the best right and back in the world. Even at this even. age, though, he's still up there. You know, he's still considered. That's what I mean. Yeah, he, he came third in the right backs. Really, he got the best defender in the or the best right back. Sorry, in the Champions League last season, he got came third in the votings for the best squad. Yeah. So if this is what he's like now, imagine what he's going to be like by the time he's twenty five. He's not even like he's only just starting his career now. It's, it's scary. Really, it's scary how good he could be in the future. He's like that. what PSG have with Mbappe and that. He's, he's golden boy, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, um, so first goal went in, quality finish, and then we um, who actually scored the second one now? Firmino. <laughs> yeah, just been talking about Firmino, Edders, yeah. Just about to talk about Firmino. So yeah, good, good ball in by Robertson and Firmino, just right, right place at the right time again. Firmino, yeah, with the coaching. Yeah. Scored 16 Edder goals since he's joined Liverpool. There we go, a little staff for you. <laughs> but research um, put in. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's not the tallest of strikers, but he still finds his way. Like. Marcos Alonso is not small. He's, I think he's six foot one. He's, yeah, he he's got, tall left back. He got yeah. right above Alonso and went for that header. And it, he's done that a lot. Like I remember, he scored a goal against Swansea. He scored an header, and he like he was behind a defender, and he still won the header. And like he just outmuscled that player completely. Yeah, he's a strong player. It's like you forget how strong he is. For I think. The, yeah, I think for the player. When he when we signed him, I think that's what people were thinking. He's a bit too lightweight, and is he got the quality to? To do it in the Premier League, and I think he's he's he's, he's proved that now. I mean, I think I thought touched on last week when I was speaking to Ross about it. People are obsessed with numbers these days and assists yeah. and goals, and you, you there's no stats for creativity in terms of uh, like doing all the dirty work and ch- chasing people down and all that stuff. It, it, it get, kind of gets overlooked in terms of yeah, stuff like that. So when you speak of the best strikers in the Premier League, the minute you, your first thoughts Aguero, Kane. Because they bang the goals in week in week out, you don't think of Firmino, and when you do c- compare someone to compare Firmino to the likes of Aguero, you get la- you get laughter, yeah. and you're like, well, I understand your point in terms of goals and 
and and just goal scoring prowess. But in terms of an all rounded player who do, gives everything for the team and basically sacrifices himself for the yeah. team in a way. But we've seen in seventeen eighteen, he scored twenty seven. You've seen that he can score. Yeah, he can goals, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He scored quite a lot for Liverpool. He's always hit double figures. No complaining. Yeah. And that he's a good finisher. He's improved throughout the years as well as a finisher yeah, as well. Yeah. So, and even this season, he's scored like three or four already. So, might, yeah, three assists, might see, I think, as well. Might see another 20 goal season from him. Hopefully. He's, he's doing well this He's on course for that play of the season, definitely. Definitely. If he carries on, I think, I don't know, the end of last season, for me, he looked a bit jaded now and again. There was a game he, he was like, he needs to probably come off here yeah, because he yeah. just looked like he was running himself in the ground. But this season, from the f- from the first game of the season, you could see how energized he was. He was chasing everything down, like the Firmino when we first signed him, not not giving a but ball. Yeah, up. he hasn't had like a break, a break for a while as he had it. He's like, he had the world, he had the World Cup in 2018, and then yeah. full season with Liverpool, and then he had the Confederate. It was the oh the Cup of America, sorry, Cup in America, 2019, yeah. and he won that. They got to the final. Yeah, and he started again this season. It's like he doesn't have breaks. Sadly, he's just yeah, his fitness is mad. I think that's what people questioned the terms of uh, fitness. I think Mane and Salah as well. People were thinking of that they haven't got a, had a break. Yeah. It's like, but these players, the types of quality players, don't they don't really get a break. You get, you stride, get, you get, you get it's a like they, it's like they stride off playing every single week. So, yeah. and they get a couple of weeks off, but they're still probably doing the same workload, maybe slightly less yeah. in those two weeks that they're off anyway to prepare them for when they come back. So it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah. Anyway, in that game for me, now obviously Scott got the second. I think. I th- I, it, in terms of Mane and Salah, I think that was probably. I've never seen them as ineffective. It's like they it was, it was, it was a strange it? one, weren't it? Because you were just waiting for like Salah or Mane just to burst into the game and bag an assist or just score a screamer, mm-hmm. and it just didn't. It just didn't ever seem to happen. I know Salah obviously with his previous Chelsea links. I don't know if that's affected them. I don't, I don't imagine it would because no, not think. stuff like that doesn't affect them, does it? But I think Mane got an injury towards the end and then he ended up coming off, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But. Um, I don't know, I think it was one of them games Firmino kind of stole a show a little bit up top uh, obviously Trent and I chipped in with a little worldy and then there was a couple of uh, it was like our full back stole the show it was weren't it <laughs> but in terms of like the, the offside goal as well that was a mad one like obviously as Piliquetta's put it in and that would have been 1-1 at the time and it, it would have been a different game obviously they're celebrating and then the, the VAR rules it out and then we go down the other end and score and it's just like these fine margins are just it's good that we're, that we're holding out like that and just seeing games through it's not, it's not like Liverpool of the old it's not like you remember, crumble <laughs> you remember like under the Rodgers era we were like just attacked like it was just attack when yeah. it went like he never put the fence first and I think in Klopp's like first season and second season maybe you've seen that we were scoring goals but we were also conceding like every game yeah. and I think from 2017 onwards, Klopp's looked at that. Signed Van Dijk in 2018, and, and then, then got Allison as well. And then he signed Allison that year as well. It. And since then, we've like we've always put the fence first, and we've yeah. seen our games more. We're very persistent, and we we actually haven't let go of like a lead and lost the game since Crystal Palace at home in 2017 in the Premier League. Anyway. And that's like that was the that, that's the last time we lost at home as well. Yeah. So I think we're holding out like them records that we've got as well, and seeing games through all the time. And it's it's a new look Liverpool, but it's it's why we're champions of Europe yeah. as well. So I think yeah, it's been like since the likes of when we had like Carragher and mm. 
and the hip here and that at the back where obviously there was a lot of focus on defending but in, in the last what so about 10 years we've had no star defender who like it's been it's, we've had no leader yeah. in the defence like like Van Dyke now do you know what I mean we've all for the past like years before Van Dyke we'd stuff like Skirtle you know we had Skirtle for a few years yeah. Daniel Aga we had Aga but he was injured a lot Sacco was never like he, I didn't mind Sacco when he was at Liverpool but he was like he was a bit hit he, and he, miss, was, he, he was hit and miss but he was never yeah. the leader as well yeah and We've missed the, like the leadership as well. Like when it was coming up towards the end of Gerard's career, he went in the team as much. But now that we've got, we've got the likes of you've seen Allison and Goldie just, like roars out towards the defence, and then you got Van Dijk, who's obvious, Henderson in the midfield, Milner. We've we've got like a team of leaders now as well as a fucking boss team. Yeah. Well, well, when you think of the 2008 team, that you look at the spine like Reina, Carragher, yeah. Gerard, Alonso, Torres. Whereas now we've got that span: Allison, Van Dijk, yeah. Henderson, uh, Fabinho. Salah, but then we've got the, t- the more of a squad around the spine, yeah. which is what we haven't really had, and that's why we're reaping the rewards in terms of actually starting to win. But we've got like trophies. two of the best fullbacks, like arguably that we've ever had now. Definitely, like, you look at the right back and the left back that we got now; they're up there with the best we've ever had, and we've yeah. they're still young as well. Like Robertson's only twenty four, yeah. twenty five, Sense only twenty. Well, they're here now for years as well. well. If you compare them to, if you think of, when I think of best Premier League fullbacks with. We've had, I think, of Finnan and Risa. Yeah, that's all you and can really think of. Because <laughs> Below was all right, but he wasn't here long enough. Yeah. So yeah. Philip Degan. <laughs> <laughs> we Philly. Yeah. Anyway, since we're talking about defenders, man of match for me during the Chelsea game was Joe Matip. I thought he was definitely absolutely quality. Like Tammy, Tammy Abraham's come into the form, into the game in fucking boss form, and uh, you could tell Abraham tried to. Go that side, and it was like because he knew he was getting getting not he wasn't getting nothing out of Van Dyke, so he's, he's trying to look over that side, and Matip's just going now, mate. <laughs> That's the <laughs> giving thing. him the Ma- exact Matip same. stepped up so much this season. Like he it? after it, when we lost in Kiev, we had our centre back options like uh, going into eighteen nineteen with Van Dyke, Gomez, Lovren, and then Matip was like out of the picture for a bit, yeah. and like I think Gomez got his injury, and then Lovren got a bit of an injury as well, and then Matip like stepped in. And ever, ever since then, he's like cemented his place in the team, and it's like he's got something to prove now. Yeah. But now, if unless Matip gets injured, I can't see Gomez getting back into the starting no eleven. But the, I think with Matip as well, he's only I think he's only twenty eight as well. 20, so he's 27, he's in his prime 20, yeah. at the minute. So he's got another couple of years left. Yeah. So like you like you just said, Jack, it's going to take a Matip injury, I think, for for Gomez to get in. I think Gomez came out today and saying he's he's a bit frustrated at the minute, yeah. not getting games, but. I, even the MK Dons game, which we came on before, there was a couple of times where Gomez got done by their striker. Bit, a bit out of position, didn't he? It's like he's lacking max time in a bit, yeah. in a bit of a way. Like their striker was rapid, to be fair, and he, there was a couple of times Gomez got the better of him. There was a couple of times he got the better of him, which I was surprised by because usually with Gomez, he usually comes out on top pretty he's much. Bad on, isn't he? Usually ninety five percent that he's going to come out on top in it. So, but um, yeah, definitely John Matter. Man of the match performance. Uh, tough for Joe Gomez to get back in. And it seems we've just been talking on about Joe Gomez. We might as well move on to MK Dons. I've got the lineup here just because it just because it was just crazy. So we've got Keller in goal, who's twenty. Hoover nineteen. So I go through all the youngsters actually. So Keller had twenty. Hoover nineteen. We've got Elliot sixteen. Hoover's seventeen or eighteen, isn't he? Hoover. What did I say? Nineteen. Oh, sorry. Hoover seventeen. I've got seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> I said nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Elliot sixteen. Brewster nineteen. Jones eighteen. And that's crazy when you think of those three with our 
attacking three. Elliot sixteen, Brewster nineteen, and Jones eighteen. That's mad. Out of the three, I thought Brewster would have, was going to be the best out of the three, but it turned out the other two were. Be- I did. I, I seen a tweet yesterday saying unless Brewster scores a goal, you don't really see him much in the game. He was. I, I think he needed a goal yesterday. Just he was, like he was dropping deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah, was. And there was the, a chance. There was a bit when MK Dons had a chance in our box, and he seen Brewster like there. He was like playing as a DM. Yeah. <laughs> so he was dropping deeper and deeper, but then it, it, when he was doing that, he was basically in a Firmino role where he drops in and then try. Yeah. But Firmino's got the quality to take a touch and play it out to the wing. It kept bouncing off him, and it, it just kept coming back. Not in terms of them attacking us loads, because we pretty much battered them all game. But there was times where he could he could have done better in terms of holding the ball up a little bit. But obviously, he's still only nineteen, so he's he's he's, he's got the best person to in training to look at in terms of for me now if he wants to work on that. Oh, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, good game to be fair. I know you didn't you didn't watch the you but you caught the highlights. But uh, yeah, good game. Average age of the front three, seventeen point six. Can't argue with that for Hoover. If we just talk about the young lads, I thought he was absolutely quality to be. He, to he be looks fair. like a natural, doesn't he? he like t- when he, he plays. No, there's no fear at you all. Can just, you can see he came from Ajax's academy, though. Yeah, like just the way he plays is just. Even against like Wolves last season, when he first came into it, he was like bringing the ball out from the back. They confidently. There's, there's no, there's no fear, is there? No. Like he, he's quick. He's good on the ball. Good dribbler. And then at the end, he fucking scores a bullet header. I was surprised when he Absolute scored. <laughs> <laughs> I got the notification on my phone because I was in work and it and popped up Keanu that he Hoover. scored, and it was yeah. Keanu Hoover scored, and I was like, oh my god! I yeah. thought it would have been Brewster that scored. Yeah, but it's like it's like we just talking about the fullbacks last season, assisting. They it was Millie and Hoover this time. Millie whipped an yeah. assist from left back, and Hoover jumps in with a fucking great header to uh, as well. to uh, secure the game at, at a time where they were. They were look. They were prom- looking promising. To be fair, they had a couple of corners and a couple of shaky moments. But Kel- obviously, Kelleher made a good a good save. Like yeah, point good blank. save his feet. Straight at him, no yeah. <laughs> no, To be fair, nah, no, I know. I'm I remember when we had like Mignolet and he come out for them crosses and maybe missed the cross. Do you know what I mean? When he goes to punch it and he missed it. Yeah. And Kelleher, like he knew he weren't getting there. So he stayed on his line. Yeah. Made himself look big, and he made. The, to be fair, it was a good save by him. That's what I mean, because the cross came in and he's he's come to get it, and then he's realised he's not going to get it. Mm. He's repositioned himself, and then just made himself big. So, in terms of it, it I was only joking about it getting hit straight at him. By the way, <laughs> obviously he's still fucking saved it. Like Mignolet would have went through his arm or something. Left his arms, Mignolet. So uh, yeah, I thought Kelleher was, he didn't have much to do. To be fair, because obviously we we pretty much had all possession. But in terms of the ball getting passed back to him and and um, and playing it out. They were they were trying to press him quite early on, and to see if he'd crumble, and he he just wasn't. And I think towards like this in the beginning of the second half, they were doing it, and he they realised this keeper's mm. decent with his feet. There's no point in even chasing it because he was just playing it out nicely. Just to say though, I thought looking at it on paper, I never thought I'd see that midfield three ever. <laughs> Adam Lallana, defensive midfield, is just something I'd never thought I'd see when he first arrived. Yeah, well, the thing is, it was a it, this was a, a big. Opportunity for these the older guys, yeah, yeah. To, so to speak, Lovren, Lalana, even Oxlade. I was a slightly disappointed with. If I could, he, hasn't, he, he hasn't looked himself, has he? When he's played, no. it's like his touch is a bit off. I think he just needs more game time. And yeah, he's on. definitely. He was, when he first came, he was a bit like this, and then he just like shot up out of nowhere. I think it was that. Um, it was a bit in December. He was like getting a few assists and stuff like that. And yeah. then when Coutinho left, he took his role, and he shone from then on. So I think he just needs something like that. Yeah, I think I th- obviously I'm saying disappointed with him because obviously I've, I know how good he can be, and I thought with the type of opposition we were playing, 
he would have grabbed the, gra- the game by the scruff of the neck, so to speak. But um, mm. he had a couple of moments. They had a, a shot that hit the post and that. Yeah, um, that was an effort. He was al- well. Yeah, he was always re- willing running down the right, linking up with Hoover and Elliot. So, but a uh, lot like Lovren, there was a chance where he. he he got pushed over. He got pushed over by the <sighs> defender, and he literally, if that, that would have went in, he would have got absolute abuse. I'm not surprised, to be that fair. Absolutely he's filled. like, for us, though, what, like, you've got, like, Mathix for United, and you've got, like, Jacques for Arsenal. He's just. He's, he's, the, he's yeah. not the scapegoat. He is he? the scapegoat, but he, it's justified. Do you know what I mean? It is justified, because he's, definitely. He's just not. Like, when Klopp came in, he, he was not playing bad. Do you know what I mean? He was, he was actually playing alright at centre half, and he was. There was times when he was doing quite well, and that, and that was when our defense was like back, quite yeah. a bit shite. But he's I, like, for the past few years, like the past two years or so, he's been like just degrading himself and that. And I think he's a confidence. I think he's the type of player that we've been trying to get rid yeah. of, a confidence player. Where if they're not playing, they, they, they just they won't commit themselves fully. Or I think it, he's it, still it only here now because of Salah. Now, like, yeah, I think. but it, that type of person, it, it affects them mentally and it affects the game. Whereas we're trying to sign players now that that doesn't affect and they're happy with rotation mm. coming in and they can still perform at a high level. I think when, like you said, when he was playing well, he was next to Van Dijk and, and obviously he makes anyone look better. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, you asked for the touch on there. Uh, Lalana, I thought he was, I thought he was okay. There was a there was a moment and I think it was pretty early on where he tried to turn someone and he just basically pushed him off the ball. Typical and Lallana. I was like, he. he in where he usually plays a bit higher up the field, if he does that there, you can get away with it because you've got time to reposition and regroup. Mm-hmm. If you're losing it just in front of the back four, what you're one pass away from conceding. Yeah. So obviously he's still learning that role, and if he's willing to learn that role, he's thirty. He's thirty one now. Do you know what I mean? But if even I think he's him and Lovren are players who are going to be off at the end of the season. Yeah, it looks as though because they're, 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 they're on yeah. big wages as well. Don't forget that. It's like when we ship Sturridge, and we don't really miss Sturridge, do we? So no, I don't think we'll not. miss them too no. <laughs> when they're gone either. <laughs> anyway, Cater, uh, I thought I thought he was uh, thought he was okay. Like he, he didn't seem like he was in the game that much, really. He was obviously running that, but they were so compact. I think he obviously in tight spaces, he's, he's obviously better. So that's why I thought he would be better because mm. they were so far back. I thought this is a game for navigators just to wiggle his way through and. And he was he was trying to be fair, but like you said, he, he's just come back from injury, so uh, he probably should let him off a little bit. <laughs> like, he, he did try a couple of shots and that, and he was like towards, quite towards the end of last season, he was getting into it a little bit more, and then he got injured. I yeah. forgot who it was against now. I think it was in the it was in the semis, or I can't even remember. I think so, yeah. But he he got injured, and like he hasn't really recovered since then. And then he got injured on international duty for Guinea, didn't he? Because the manager was playing him, yeah, I think even though thing. he was injured. I think that's the thing. He just he's. I hopefully like he's only twenty four, but I hopefully these injuries aren't like a sign of what's to come for know, the yeah. rest of his Liverpool career. Otherwise, he's, he's gonna get shipped, isn't he? Because it's it's always a setback. Like he gets in, he got into a bit of form last year, picked up an injury, and he works his way back up to top level again. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, something else breaks down in his body, and it's like, at what point is he gonna be like? Is it gonna be a point where he's gonna be like Sturridge when he's like training less ta- less I amount of time? Though, because he's fucking boss players as well when he gets going and it's just it's sad really because we paid quite a bit of money for him as well he's a promising player do you know what I mean yeah. we've seen what he can do still only young, like, so. and he fits like I think he fits perfectly into our system too Definitely, of yeah. like the three midfielders you got the defensive one and then you got Hendrick like we've seen that um, 
that midfield three of Fabinho, Henderson and Keita last season, especially in the Champions League, and we were just like, we were winning games often. Yeah. And, that, and he was getting in a few goals as well. So yeah. I think He's a good outlet, isn't he? Like he Because yeah. obviously he carries the ball well. Deceptively fast, I think sometimes he looks... He doesn't but look he, he's not that bad defensively either. Yeah, he, he Positionally, he gets yeah. a bit caught out, which is bound to happen, yeah. you know, especially in your first season in the Premier League. But, like... When he's actually like one on one defending, he's not that bad. No, you can play in a two as well. We've seen it at Leipzig. He play they play four four two there, don't they? So yeah. if you have if you need to play four two three one, he can fit perfectly in there as well, especially alongside Fabinho. Yeah, I think he is versatile. Like you said, he can play even even left wing. Even yeah, he's played, he's, he played that last season, didn't he, for a bit? I don't like him very much there, but no. uh, he's, he can play he, just off the strikers he, as well, or yeah. anything like that. He's got that to his in his locker anyway. Anyway, let's talk about a few more of the young ones we've got. Obviously, touched on Hoover and Kelleher. Curtis Jones, uh, he was cut. <laughs> I know we were against MK Dons, but he looked tidy. I don't really know his position yet, which is good because yeah, that's, a good, like, that's, that's when you know football is good. Like, <laughs> he, can probably play, he can probably play deep, he can probably play attacking, he can play yeah. on the wing as well. And it's like, it's good to have, but like, uh, he's still young. And he, he's putting good performances yeah. and that, but like last season we played against Wolves, he didn't look. I think it was Wolves anyway, or something like that. He didn't look great, but this season, like in that game. That's what I mean, I think that you can see that progression already from yeah. from that game to this game. I think he was out of out of his depth completely last year in that game. Mm-hmm. You just touched on as in this game, you could see like Millie was left back and he was left wing. You could see you could see Milner literally scream at him, saying, "Make sure you're further up," like basically pushing him. Obviously, he's, he's used to Marnie being there, so that's obviously the example yeah. for everyone. But like, like you said, he's 18. We don't know what his position is. He's playing that position. He, he's can, he can do obviously do a good job there. But I and, think he um, played central off of like the the academy and stuff like that. I think he's more of a CM, isn't he, for the yeah, academy or the cam in the central anyway? But he's got he's, he's got the pace and the dribbling ability to pe- play on the wing definitely. But anyway, I thought I thought he did really well. Um, yeah, he got man of the match, didn't he? Got man of the match by Sky. I I thought for me I thought it was definitely Harvey Elliott just for oh, was unlucky not to get a brace as well many sixteen like just uh, just producing absolute filth should have scored in like the first half Milner laid it on the plate for him he hit the bar hit, twice hit didn't the he bar. and, and he nearly got an, he nearly got an assist as well for Milner when he put that, that ball in that assist oh my god Mad. I think he got played into him by Hoover and he just took a touch past two of them and just spun this fucking unreal ball this ball over the top and yeah Milner should definitely scored he does look like. Such a promising player for someone who's 16 as well. Do you know what I mean? And Ful- Fulham only won seven million pounds. <laughs> Go ahead, take, take oh, seven yeah. mil. But yeah, yeah, I thought he was my man of the match anyway. Like we just touched on the, some of the the stuff he was producing. But for his age, like you can't fault it. He's can only going to so, get better. Isn't it? Obviously, yeah. he needs to he needs to remain grounded and keep, oh yeah, keep, keep, keep his fucking keep his head out. And get rid of that haircut. Yeah, that's the first thing. He be, to if do. he's putting in performance like that, he can have whatever he wants. Just get a fucking number one all over. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking get it over and done with. Yeah, but it, he was quality. When you think, because he, he just looks like he doesn't look like he's gonna be. He just looks too small, doesn't he? I know it's like a stereotype where, yeah, like like the likes of David, like stuff. David Silver and that, but like he just Messi and that way they got told too small yeah, to play for someone. Yeah, no, he just looks so slight. But he obviously he's, he he doesn't look majorly quick, but I think he's very agile. Yeah, I think he's a good, good, good little option on that right hand side, cutting in. And like, and like, even we touched on Curtis Jones there. I don't think he, Harvey Elliott's got really a position. I know we could probably play it on the right. You can or probably left. play him on the right, left, play false nine. He could play. I mean, we've got these type of players now where you don't know. 
that's probably what Klopp's after these players that can play anywhere that was the good thing about putting these into the game is that MK Dons would have looked at that and go I don't know where he's playing I don't know where he's playing and stuff like that like you could put you could, in that game you could have put Chamberlain on the right you could put, even put Lallana in yeah, an advanced it, position because even the way I think Sky did it Sky's like line up before the game was um, Keita left mid and Jones in the in the middle so yeah. even they didn't know do you know what I mean so how the, opposi- mean? How the opposition going to know Obviously, that's I think that's what Klopp's after, and these players where really put, put, put them on the pitch, and then you can into obviously the likes of Mane, Sal, and Firmino. They go over the. I'm surprised Sky didn't have like Jones left back and like Milner, and Lallana <laughs> no, on the wing. And <laughs> anyway, we've pretty much thought all about that. Would you? Who would your man of the match have been for the uh, MK? Would you have won Harvey Elliott or Curtis Jones? Hmm tricky one like but then we're not even talking about fucking Milner Milner was quality that goal that he scored you'd expect, you'd expect it of Milner like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, what's the keeper doing there that was a proper Mignolet moment I mean, you'd expect it of Milner now he put, put him anywhere and he's just a, he's just a machine and he like Klopp said but that's what I mean when you touch on the older players like you've got Milner who's still in the first team and still fighting for his place and, and then you got the ones who are surplus to requirements in the team and which is Lovren and Lallard and they were possibly like Lovren probably was our worst player on the day. Yeah. And that's their time to shine. That's what, what I mean. mean. They've got to put performances like that yeah. in like that in a in a game. Yeah. Where like they've got a point to prove. Yeah. Especially especially Lovren, do you know what I mean? Lovren's just I think he's just give up all hope, hasn't he? Definitely. Well anyway, man of the match you do you reckon? Lovren. <laughs> <laughs> um Look there. Probably Harvey Elliott. I'd have to agree with you on that. Yeah, I thought just for, for given the fact that he nearly scored twice and some of the passes that he was pulling off, and yeah, the, the fact that he's <laughs> he's not even legal to buy a pint yet. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? I think it, it, like if them two goals go in and he and Milner scores that two goals and assist, we'd be like fucking hell. He's the next one on his debut next, as well. Next Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to the, the weekend, we've got Sheffield United away on Saturday. What what would you go team wise? Would you would you stick same as Chelsea or would you throw um throw Milner keep Milner in in the mid maybe no, put him in I think I'd have to go with the same team I played as Chelsea. It's I like a, definitely. it's like a we played in I think we played in the Super Cup, I think, or the Community Shield. Yeah. And we played it on the first game of the season. So it's like it's like a trusted uh midfield for Klopp now. I think yeah, so, Fabinho. Fabinho's not, he, got he, a, he's cemented his place. That's, that's his position now. Like he's not getting fucking moved until he gets injured. It's pretty much like Matip. The way they, he, the, way they, the way them two are playing at the minute. Fabinho's actually never had an injury as well in his career. Touch with that. So, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I've probably jinxed it. No, but um, yeah. Yeah, you'll be getting shit if, you, <laughs> if he gets one well snap leg on the weekend. But it's like it's the same with Firmino. Like yeah. he doesn't get injured. But these type so. of players, like the. They're built and not get injured. Like we, talk, we, touched, on Kata. we touched on Kata. Yeah, there's people who just you just break there's down. Some, there's some people storage. who have got legs made of bread and then yeah. Gibraltar say oh Le- legs God. made out of milk. <laughs> Absolute joke. But yeah, I go with um, I go with the same thing. I played Chelsea. It's like unbeaten this season. Yeah, you can't really, you don't change anything much. Gone right, do you? No, especially away from home. That team. It's we should be knocking a couple of couple past them. They'll we be should be beating they'll, they'll be hyped. They'll be hyped up as fuck. They'll and be they, flying. They play a three at the back as well, and that's like what Liverpool thrive on playing against. Yeah, well, but he got asked that today, their manager, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know about a back three. I might do, I might put out a back ten or something." I said, <laughs> <laughs> "But yeah, we don't like." I've seen something earlier saying um, 
we haven't lost against the promoted side in 20 months. The last one was... Uh, I forgot who it was now. Oh, no, we haven't lost against the... Sorry. We haven't lost against the uh, bottom half side in 20 months. Really? And that, the last one was Swansea. And that's mad. Swansea? Swansea, we got beat 1-0. <laughs> I think Alfie Morrison scored. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember, yeah. I think it was no. Van Dyke's Premier League debut. Fucking bad memories. Very bad memories. <laughs> but that was the last time we lost against yeah. the bottom half side, and that's... Thinking of that now, it's, it's going back to Liverpool's persistence on games. Yeah. We we It's not like we see games out now as much as that. It's like we we go against these teams, now it's like no fear at all. We just go at them. Yeah. We shouldn't be fearing bottom half teams anyway. But I don't think we fear anyone now. Like we're going, we're going into these games. Like we got drawn against Arsenal, didn't we? In the club, but we, but we, I know exactly. <laughs> made, Arsenal, everyone's made up with yeah, Arsenal. Made up flapping with it. it. Yeah. But we don't like go up against the likes of. Let's say we get Norwich at home. We don't look at them and think, you know what? We're gonna fucking twat these today. Yeah. We'll get a one 0 lead and see it out from there, and then we'll see how things go from then. Yeah. So it's yeah. the new Liverpool's so much better to watch now. And I think even, even I think I touched on it last week. When even when we do make slight changes in the team, you're not like, oh shit, we're gonna. So say like Gomez came in for Matter, yeah. and then like Milner came in for Henderson. You'd I don't like, look at the team anymore. Be, off, yeah, you'd, you'd be, you, there's no there's none of that anymore. No. Like the Brexit midfield and all that. I think everyone's falling over that shit now, no, especially for not for Brexit with a little. Phil, a little samba Brazilian, Brazilian <laughs> filling of Fabinho in the middle <laughs> anyway uh, score, score predictions I've, I've, I've gone for 2-0 like it might it could be more I'd say 3 I just reckon they'll be they'll 10 men behind the ball they're just going to counter out they might even but even so when we played Burnley I was saying, thinking oh, maybe a 2-1 here do you know what I mean Burnley yeah. were in good goal scoring form at the time and they're really dangerous aren't they Burnley so it was like but Burnley's game Burnley's tactics then was to just hoof the ball up and up for the best yeah. I don't think Sheffield United are going to do that they play a different way they play like quite nice football to be fair Yeah, they're not like a proper Brexit that, team you know like Burnley that's what I mean there's not even like a style of play that's more suitable to us now we can play against anything if, like yeah. showed sure against Burnley Gwed Hoof up we've got yeah. Six foot five Matip and six foot six foot four Van Dyke mate. Exactly. Get through that. But so either way, they play like we're, we're more than equipped to deal with. I'm, it, going, so. I'm going for a three nil. I think we'll we'll get a few in the first half and then the game will be over then. Hopefully, at least at least two in the first half. I not on worse than one nil and it gets to like seventy. Like these are gonna get a little jammy spawning yeah, goal. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. When we played against Burnley, that goal by um, Mane. It's like it wrapped up the game I think so when he got the second just before half time yeah. then you knew like going into the half time with a 2 lead there was nothing we were bottling that then yeah. not a chance that's the thing we're not, we're not scared anymore of these teams no. are we like bring bring fucking enemies on <laughs> <laughs> right we're, we're pushing on half an hour here we did have a question from Fletch but I'm sorry Fletch we haven't got enough time and 30 million is not enough to spend in January <laughs> lad sorry definitely not but to be fair though I did say earlier if um, Fekir was still at Lyon probably maybe would have had him for a 30 mil budget yeah I don't reckon we're getting anyone for 30 mil no but, you're not getting anyone yeah good. the question but for anyone obviously if you, you don't know the question from Fletch was if you're given 30 mil to spend in January who would you bring in and why and there's absolutely I'd, no one you could get <laughs> get the half a leg of a championship player <laughs> for that <laughs> right anyway this has been the Coffee Podcast episode two. I'll be back next week with another one. I'll see you in a bit. Cause no one even cares.
Podcast Network.